everyone it is dave and jeff it is may 14th 2023 it is mother's day so we'll get that out of the way happy mother's day to everybody yeah great day uh happy mother's day to rita to vita to your mom yep to my mom yep and to our crazy pal erica yes and i don't know everybody else right there's yeah. so many of them. I mean, we just be here for three hours reading names off. <laughs> like romper room? Yes. I see Jimmy, and I see Sarah, and I see... Remember <laughs> yeah. that shit with the mirror? Yes. What a weird show that was. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about anything, Dave, but for tonight, what we definitely want to start with is sending out love to our pal Padres fangirl. Incredibly tough night uh, for our friend because tomorrow... She has to do what a lot of us have had to do. Oh, I missed and, out. I haven't been looking. And uh, tomorrow, she, I thought things were going in the right direction. Uh, we kind of had hoped it was, and then uh, tomorrow we're saying goodbye to our friend Darwin. Damn. And so, uh, look, man, I'm a dog guy. I took right after she told me today. Yeah, I took Jack and Kate's dog Diego to Helix. He hadn't been out. You know, usually to Helix just, High School. Yeah, we went to Helix High School. We're throwing the baseball around. Yeah. And we took him over, and he, I swear, Dave, because he goes around the neighborhood, he yeah. goes to play, he'll go down on the tennis court. But he's an older dog now. He's 12, little yeah. Manchester Terrier. And uh, he had so much fun at the baseball field because we're just throwing the ball around, playing catch. We were on the actual baseball field, we weren't the, field on the, the one behind left field. Behind left field. Yeah, but to say, holy shit. Yeah, no. I going to freak out. No, no, no. We we didn't do that. We were on, and I mean, we had everything. If he would have made any kind of mess, we walked him around the neighborhood before we brought yeah. him over there. So he was pretty much emptied out, but we we're ready. <laughs> he was pretty much emptied yeah. out. But, uh, but I told her we did it today in tribute to Laura's dog, Darwin. Nice. And uh, it's one of the first things that I remember when I knew she and us would be friends. And I wrote her today because I said, you put this bullshit post up. Because it had to be a year ago. And she was crying the blues because it was 4.30 in the morning. And Darwin, who's an old gray beard, was sitting at her bed barking about nothing. Waking her up. And I thought that shit was the funniest thing ever. And uh, she's got two dogs, Darwin and Charlie. But obviously for any of us that have been through that, I said yeah, it, man. Awful. Dave, you've been through it. Yep. I've been through it. It never gets easier. And especially the night before, when yeah. you just feel like the sand is just flying through that hourglass. And she's pretty candid about a lot of different things she's been through. And when you come back, it's that unconditional love that your pups give you. And so usually we do it at the end, but I, I didn't want to do it at the end. Tonight, I just wanted to do it right at the start. And uh, and all of our love to her and to our pal Darwin and everybody else. Because I, it's going to be a tough couple of days. There's that huge void. We know it, right? Oh, dude. It's we used awful. to come out here with the one-eyed wonder dog, Shug. Yeah, I know. That was funny. I, Rita and I were just talking about it today. That was, for us, that was June 2020. And it was, it was a bunch of reads. I mean, first of all, I yeah. love that dog. I used to say on the air all the time, I love that dog more than my kids. Because at least the dog was happy to see me every right. day. And then, he, then for us, it became, that was a big connection to Jake. Yes. And so, but I remember when I had to call Josh to let him know this is what was going to happen. And man, nothing came out of my mouth. Like it was just air. Like yeah. I, I was, I was crying so hard. I couldn't even speak, man. I was so, 100%. so upset. And we were saying, uh, I just left 
my ex, we were we were celebrating Mother's Day. We were talking about when she and I first got together, whatever that was, 17 years ago, um, she had a German Shepherd. It was a German Shepherd, and he had a little bit of pit in him, too, named Sam. Mm-hmm. And she lived over off of Navajo, and Sam at that time had it, had his game. And he would get out, and then we'd go find him, but he thought it was a game. So he'd have his juke moves, and we were just trying to get him back in the house and try to keep him out of traffic. And she was telling me today, she goes, oh, yeah. When he was younger, I'd take him to Mission Trails, and he'd break loose. She goes, shit, I just have to go home. I'd come back like two hours later, yeah. and he'd just be sitting there waiting for me. But she goes, I, I had to give up because he'd run and play hide-and-seek, and I couldn't find him. And uh, and so, yeah, we were talking about that, and then I was telling my boys, uh, when I lived in Cardiff, when uh, grown, going to San Diego, I had a black lab named Magnum. And Magnum, but a female dog. And my backyard was about a six-foot-tall wooden fence. And behind that was Ada Harris Elementary. And Magnum could jump that fence. Yeah. So I would hear this. And I'd go, oh, fuck. <laughs> and I'd look, and she'd be back at the elementary school because she loved it when the kids were there. Of course. And she'd be, or she'd go on a Saturday, and she'd run the, She'd run the track. Yeah. Like she stayed in her lane. It was pretty impressive. <laughs> and I would come home from different places and she'd just be sitting on the front step. Yeah. And and so yeah, we started talking about Darwin today and, and Dave memories of sugar. Of course. Or memories of Magnum or memories of Sam. Man, they they find that spot in their heart, they latch into it, they never they never True. let go. And we're the, all the better for it. So yeah. I just, uh, I told our friend tonight, I said, man, Darwin was incredibly lucky to find you. But uh, just uh, a lot of you know her, a lot of you love her, and, and pretty funny. But tough night for her tonight. Big so we're time. sending our best to her. Big time. Um, well, this should cheer her up. The The Padres couldn't be playing anywhere. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah. San Diego, your team sucks. Your team sucks right now. And it's funny, if it wasn't for Bob Melvin being a veteran manager, he'd, he'd be, be on the on the, on the hot seat. He'd be seat. gone, right? Mike Schilt. Probably, he'd probably be gone. I mean, seriously. Mike if it was Honestly, God, you're right. If it was one of the last two managers the yeah, Padres had, they would be making a change probably tonight. Yeah. And saying, we're going to bring in a different manager. But because it's Bob Melvin, and it's not Bob Melvin's fault. No. These fucking guys aren't producing. Oh, my God. And I think, did you, how much of this game did you watch? That? Because it was extra. I think... Today, if you're a Padre fan, I think you are at the ultimate level of going, what the fuck? Because you're you're fuming your team's not playing well, one. We all know what yeah. the payroll is. Yeah. I mean, it's $245 million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. But in the ninth inning, when you see your asshole players laughing. Oh, yeah. It was a bad, bad fucking look. And you and yeah. I have been around baseball long enough to know, man, there is no smiling when you're losing. In any yeah. game. Yeah. And you just got swept. And you're getting swept. You're basically one or two outs away from getting swept. And yet you have a door. And you have Tatis, and you have Machado. I don't care who the hell's telling yeah. jokes in there. Man, shut the fuck up. Act like it hurts. Because the fans at home, it hurts. Yeah. Season ticket holders, it hurts. You know what fucking hurts? Pete Sidler's fucking pissed. Yeah, AJ's, AJ's fucking pissed. Bob yeah. Melvin's pissed. And I understand it's a short trip back to San Diego. Dude, it's a real bad look, man. You just go it's swept by the Dodgers, and they just took five or six from you. And you drop five games in one week to, you, welcome, to the team you hate the most. Welcome back to the big brother, little brother. Yeah. Everything you thought you had erased in October yeah. is right back, front and center. Now, for me, Dave, the only thing that's a positive out of this 
is that at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning, Coach's show goes on the air. <laughs> and every racist that lives in this town that won't admit they're a racist will call in. And I had an, an original version of my poll question up on Twitter, but then I started thinking about it, and I had to change it. Did so, it? So, yeah, because I said originally, you know, what were they going to blame? Were they going to blame Machado? Yeah. Were they going to blame Soto? Okay. Were they going to blame the sombrero? And then I changed it. Here are my four, Dave. These are okay. uh, what I think that you'll hear a lot of tomorrow. We didn't hire Dave Roberts when we had the chance. Uh, that's the first thing they'll blame. Yeah. The second thing they're going to blame is that Kershaw crying meme. Yeah. The team went right in the tank they after they lost, that. They lost five straight to after the Dodgers that joke. after that. Yeah, two out of three to the Twins. After that bullshit, we're going to blame that stupid goddamn sombrero. Yeah. We're going to blame giving all these lazy fuckers $300 because, you know, that's what everybody on coaches shows thinking. Yeah. They aren't we hungry anymore. They all have $300 give, million. Dollars. We didn't give Freddie Kendall $300 million. <laughs> Broke his ass every night. How did that work out? Gene, uh, we didn't give Gene, Gene Lock, Tennis. Gene Tennis, Gene Locklear. Who else? Gene Richards. Just get another guy Mike named Ivey. Gene. Yeah, yeah, we didn't give Mike Ivey that much fucking money. He worked his nuts off. You didn't see Randy Jones smiling. No, you didn't. That curly-haired little lefty. Yeah. He just got back out there crafty. And then that goddamn, that that thing today. I think too. And I'm telling you, all those closet racists are coming out tomorrow. Yeah. And who's in the middle of all of it? By the way, I think I threw Machado in that group. Sorry, I'm looking at it right now. It was Odor, Tatis, and Soto with the three guys laughing their asses off. Those assholes. Chuckling. Hey, you, didn't, you never saw Chris Gomez laughing like that, did no. you? Nope. Nope. Who else? Adore. Oh, there's Machado right there. Sorry, there, he was there at the bottom. He is laughing. What's he laughing at? Yeah, it, <laughs> it's going to be. That show tomorrow is going to be Look Out. <laughs> look Out Radio. It's at the... That's hey, the way it's gonna go. Hey, Braden, you got a lot of guys in there. They don't. Hey, must not take them dirty. Yeah, it doesn't take them long to get out of there. I don't even. Are they even breaking the sweat? How many guys are gonna call and say they need a bunt more? Oh, small ball. Get back this. <laughs> Always happens, right? Fifty yeah. percent of the calls. Yeah. Here's an interesting set they had on MLB Network tonight. Since Dave Roberts has coached against the da or managed against the Padres, he's okay. eighty nine and forty two. 68% winning percentage. Hey, he's wearing the horns. He's wearing <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I should have just interviewed you tonight. I should have interviewed Coach. Yeah. The whole show should have just been me, you and uh, Coach and Dave. I'll tell you what, I, Dave, I had guys like this when I coached at USIU. Stop. Right there. Enough. Okay, I don't want to hear any more adult league baseball stories. These fucking morons that think they can uh, talk about what they figured out Sunday when they were playing a pickup fucking game because Johnny brought shitty beer and he had a battle through. Fuck off. You're not an athlete. <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, when I coach at USIU, stop. Shush. Enough. Doesn't count. Okay. Put Brett Boone on, Randy ready. Get anybody from that 98 <laughs> team. They're hanging around. Call uh, who's a kid, former number one pick, Tim uh, 
shows up when Sweeney's in L.A. Mind blank. Starting pitcher. Oh, I fucking I know drawing him. Um, Tim. Uh, he was there fucking forever. Yeah, I don't want to say Tim Stoddard was the relief pitcher. Stoffer. Tim Stoffer. That's it. God dang it. Fuck Tim Stoffer. Yeah. Fuck, put Trevor back on. He hasn't been on three days. Uh, all of them. I'll listen to those guys. Yeah. Book Andy Green. Andy, what would you be doing? All of it. Could you imagine that? Would that be great? Could you imagine that? Andy, what would you be doing? Jace Tingler's here. Hey, Jace, good morning. Coach, thanks. I just want to tell everybody I told you. Hey, you sure did. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you sure did. <laughs> oh, boy. It's all coming off the hinges tomorrow, man. People are freaking out. The one thing I will say to you, if you're a Padre fan and you're kind of dying right now, all right, you yeah. can say it's May. I got it. Look at some of the teams that have won the World Series that got off to these bad starts over the, recently. Yeah. The Nationals did it in 19. The Braves did it. Last year, the Phillies did it. You know, they made it to yeah. the World Series. And there are teams that have made put their runs together that didn't have the best records at the beginning of the year. I got it. Yeah. And I think most fans are expecting this. Now, there are major holes here. I mean, holes that we all said, man, if this doesn't work, you're in trouble. And people say, ah, don't worry about a top-heavy lineup. They're going to yeah. be okay. Well, guess what? You need to worry. Yeah. I think C.J. Abrams has more home runs for the Nationals than Machado does for the Padres. Oh, yeah. It's fucking crazy. Then he sit there and he goes, Soto's finally gotten hot. So, okay, what's your excuse now? Bogarts yeah. is not doing what he was doing in the beginning. Tatis is fine. But then at the same time, we all knew catching was a major problem. Oh. Jake Cronenworth, you gave him a contract extension. If you're going to leave him at first base, he's not going to put up first base numbers. That's the problem. Yeah. You expect a first baseman at 30 home Hassan runs. Kim. He's not going to do it. Hassan Kim can't hit still. Still can't catch up to the fast stuff. Got that home run today, Dave. But yesterday. New shit today. Oh, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, it's it's tiresome watching Hassan Kim. Uh, it's tiresome watching the catching situation. Dude, if you're Melvin, though, right? You're going Bob's thinking. Yeah, this is bad Bob's baseball. like, send me back to Oakland. Fuck. At least, at least if you're in Oakland, if you're Mark Kotze in Oakland, everyone expects you to be shit. Yeah. Everyone picked you to win the goddamn World Series. Hey, Bob. Yeah, you're supposed to be wearing the horns, Bob. Yeah. Hey, pretty boy. Imagine. <laughs> what called Bob pretty boy? Pretty boy, Bob Melvin. Why would anybody call him? I feel bad for Bob Melvin. I'll be honest with you. Because 100%, this is not his fault. No. Bob does not hit the ball on a 3-2 count. I think Bob's great. Neither does this team, by the way. Put Bob back there behind play yeah, catch right? for one game. Yeah. Fuck. It, it's crazy how, how bad it is and these holes. And the problem is when you made the deal for Soto, you basically emptied out your minor league system. Yeah. And it's hard to make trades now with what you have. You don't want to give up the young shortstop because you need to. It just it's just where you're at. All right. I mean, you're not gonna sit there and go we're trading Jackson Merrill. Gotta figure it out. What are you gonna do? Fire, get another hitting coach? No, that's the thing is, watch. They're going to fire these hitting coaches, like, soon. 100%. Can you imagine? Not, yeah, 100%, because that's what we've yeah. seen. It's the worst job in the entire world, is to yeah. be the hitting coach of the Padres. Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. What would be worse? Seriously. At least if you clean porta-potties for a living, at least there's a chance you're going to be there after one year. Uh, I'd rather be the hitting coach. <laughs> well, you can, but just don't buy. Rent. Is that always that chance yeah. I hit that pothole? <laughs> now i got to figure out how to get... All six of those back up on the truck. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, the, the yeah. Padre hitting problems have been going on for as long as I've been in San Yeah. Diego. Terrible. It, Terrible. It, it, it is something else. So the, the, here's the deal where things could get worse. You might be freaking out. 
The okay. Royals come to town. Oh, yeah. Absolutely awful. Yeah. Right? I mean, the Royals are basically a double ass. A team. Yeah. Royals come to town. If they do not win the series against the Royals, I'm telling you, fuck it. it is, They're all out. It's over. And you over, got Boston Johnny. next weekend, yeah. right? And Boston's playing well. Yeah. Red Sox are playing well. The Royals are a joke. You got to yeah. take two or three, if not all three, from the Royals, oh, right? Boy. Aren't the Royals here for three games? I think so, yeah. yeah. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Fuck, man. You got to run over the Royals. You got to get some kind of momentum Score back. 27 runs a night. Yeah. The Dodgers play, play the Twins at the same time. Yeah. Okay, so he was hoping the Dodgers lose a couple to to the Minnesota Twins. Right now, man, they're they're closer to last place than first place. They're seven games out. Dude, and, and the funny thing is, yeah. you didn't get a bad effort out of Weathers today. No, you didn't. He did not. Actually, he pitched well enough to win. He should have. You get a pitcher that gives you an RA basically a two. You expect yeah. to win. Gives up the home run, the Mookie. Yeah. Knew it, right? I yeah. love I love reaction. Young pitcher, old pitcher. By the by the way, okay, the home run to Mookie, if, uh-huh. I, if I recall. Were you watching the game or yeah. not? So right before Mookie bats, Miguel Rojas, who's terrible, is yeah. gets a hit. Dude, am I wrong or so Soto made a better effort to catch that fucking ball? Oh, dude, is and, Soto and, in left is. is Soto anywhere with a glove on his hand is not good news. Right. Bring so, back Carmelo. So, <laughs> I don't even care how old Carmelo is. So I'm like, all right, well, that turned into a two-run home run, and Mookie should have been batting with two outs. Yeah. And instead he gets a two-run shot. And I'll tell you right now, because I know people are saying the same thing, the umpiring today was awful. And especially it was awful. Bill Miller like, behind home. And it, it was more awful against the Padres than the Dodgers. Yeah, it was bad on both sides. But, man, the Padre players, man, I don't blame them for not swinging. Those are balls. Yeah. Soto Fucking got ridiculous. jammed on that one. Cronenworth got fucked. Yeah. And you're sitting there going, these are major league umpires. This is why you but, need the automatic umpires. This is in, insane. That this much money is being gambled on and payrolls are this high and you aren't going to get strikes and balls correct. It's insane. But it is weird how those things magnify. Because when you're yeah. playing playing well, a couple of those get away from you. Yeah. Next guy up, finds his pitch, Makes and, it and everything's fine. Now you just can't fucking start crying fast enough about how you're getting fucked. Shut up. <laughs> you're right. That You're right. 100%. Ah, so All these people are going to say we're getting fucked. Yeah. Just crying the blues. Everything sucks. I don't know, man. Shut up. <laughs> Do you plan on going to any of these games this week? Uh, No. Not. It's amazing how many people I see who are selling their tickets. Well, yeah, I mean, we tease Laura, and then we find out. I hope you feel good about yourself. I never feel good about myself. Um, No, I'm not. Tomorrow's Manny bobblehead night. Okay. So you'd think that'd be a good crowd out there. Yeah. I want to know, when does the crowd turn on this team? When do they start booing? Mm-hmm. I'll be honest I don't think this crowd ever turns on this team. I think it won't turn into booze. It'll just turn into people who are just selling their tickets or not showing no. up. I don't think they, they turn on them. I don't think that's San Diego. I don't think they, they do that. You think they boo here? They turn into who Philadelphia? Would, who would they Who would they turn on? I don't think they turn on Manny. No. I do think they turn on Soto. I don't think they turn on Fernando. I don't think half of them could pick Xander out of a lineup. <laughs> The one to me would be: Will they would they ever turn on Cronenworth or Kim? By the way, Machado has more home runs than Abrams. Abrams has three, Machado has five. So here, here am I not mistaken on this? Real quick, okay. The top hitter on the Padres is hitting two sixty five. Who's that, Fernando? That's Xander. Yeah, but he's well, dropping well, well, like a rock. He is. That's something. Fernando doesn't have enough at bats to qualify. Yeah, you know, he's at two eighty three. Fernando is. I don't know, man. It's one of those things, right? I love that game 
where everybody just keeps telling you it's early. It's early. <laughs> it is. I just I, did it a second ago. You're right. That's what we do. Uh, the way I was looking at look at it, Dave, is you establish habits one way or the other early. You're right. And then the game is maintaining them or trying to overcome them. And I think it's incredibly difficult to maintain the habits you set early on. Yeah. I think it's even more difficult to overcome the habits because so much of it, much of it is just the mental part of it, right? Yeah. The chemistry amongst these guys, I mean, a lot of them were here and saw what they did last year. I mean, goddamn, Blake Snell is the most frustrating fucking guy yes. watching that guy pitch. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I'm looking at Weathers today, and I think Weathers was in like the fifth inning at like 64 pitches. Yeah. And my son and I were laughing because we're like, well, that's like an inning and a third for Snell. Yeah. Yeah. And just constant, always. I mean, I don't know. I don't understand with Snell why it always takes him more than half the year to be sharp. Yeah. You know, it's just very frustrating. Like, how Especially serious are you as a professional? Year. Exactly right. How serious are you as a professional? Huh? So that that's where it comes down to. So Juan Soto, by the way, who everyone was all over the other day. Yeah. Um, man, he leads the team in, in home runs, RBIs on base percentage. I mean, he's not having a bad year right no, now. No, I mean, when I, you look at it overall, he's not having a, you know a terrible year. Two weeks ago, yeah, he was he was one of the worst players, the most disappointing players. He's he's coming around. He's being more aggressive. It's yeah. the other guys around him now need to pull their weight. Yeah. Xander Bogart needs to pull his weight. Machado, man, honestly needs to be held accountable. He's need having a terrible year. Yep. And then you start wondering, is Machado not playing well because he has the new contract? Oh, I remember when he signed. Yeah. I said, how long till that pops in to coach's show? And I got to tell you something. Yeah, why? Why the big rush truck send him up? Uh, see, uh, uh, to me, coach, when I look at him, do you see how tight his pants were? They've never <laughs> been that tight before. That's because he gained so much weight. He's just sitting around the buffet table. Looks like the guys you see daily out of Casino Palma when they roll back through for one more piece of banana coconut pie. Coach, you know the guy I mean. Hey, I've seen a few of those guys. Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, oh, you know, for me, if he wanted to opt out, I would have just said, hey, Manny, thank you very much. And we wish you all the, the absolute best. And then I would have been really excited, coach, because I think you would have just moved Cronenworth to third. And then you would have figured out Jackson Merrill goes probably to short. And then Bogart's probably you moved to catcher. And then you move Hassan Kim to left. Yeah, you know, all these fuckheads with their new lineups that they've been writing. Writing down. Yeah, Wait the back time. of the phone book. They're the one asshole in town who still gets a phone book. Haven't talked to your kids in fucking five months. Because they hate lineups, you. Writing lineups out for fucking Bob Melvin that he's never going to ask for. Coach, uh, and one other thing, too. Maybe Bob Melvin just doesn't want to be here anymore. He does. Has anybody thought about talking to Mike Pomeranz about being manager? He sure seems to know the game well. Hey, I like Mike. That's, that's what you're gonna get. As soon as anybody calls in yeah. and says, "I've been watching since they were at Lane Field," bye, God, see ya. You can stop right there. We're you go. On. I don't want to hear your shit. Get out of here. Get your nobody get wants your, to hear your shit when you drop that. It doesn't mean anything to anybody. Get your flat ass out of here, Coach. I'll tell you another guy. I wish was more involved in day to day. Is Scan. 
Hey, that's my old partner. Scan manager, I could be the hitting coach. I like that. That's sign me up. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck are we doing? <laughs> it's going to be me tomorrow about 10, 15. <laughs> Who's going to be suggested as manager? Oh, my Mark God. Mark Sweeney. Yeah. Pomeranz. Derek Dan Togerson. Derek Togerson. Is Togerson still working this time? I uh, no idea. Uh, Paul Rudy. Fred Kendall. My God. Is Fred Kendall alive? I don't know. I don't have any idea. Are, co- <laughs> are coaches callers alive? I have no idea. Get ready. It's all coming tomorrow. Everybody needs to get the Randy Jones perm. Let's change our luck. Yeah. Oh my I'll God. tell you, these stupid uniforms. <laughs> we should have just stayed blue and white. Fuck! <laughs> Dude, Dude, it's so funny. Right? I hate to say it now. I gotta listen. I gotta listen. You know what I think this team needs, Coach? You remember, because you've been here. You're an old-timer like me. Remember, there were a bunch of times I saw you out there at uh, Mr. Steak. You're just like, fuck. Where? Where'd you just say, old-timer? Mr. Steak. Was there a place called Mr. Steak? Yeah, that was in Bloomington, Minnesota. I thought it was here. I know it was somewhere where I grew up. They probably had one here, too. <laughs> Mr. Steak. <laughs> so stupid. All right. So I get Mr. Steak, and we walked in, and they oh, cut my was- tie in half. No, it wasn't Mr. Steak, <laughs> was you big, asshole. It's Pinnacle Peak. Peak. With Billy Wardell. Damn it, I got my tie cut off. Either way, coach. But, you know, one of the things you and I used to say when we sat uh, for your drinks out there, one of the things that always changed the energy was an appearance by Ted Giannos. <laughs> Fuck. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's what you need, dude. That's your team. That's your team. That's your fan base. Those are the guys you're standing next to at the it parade. Just, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're going to hear stupider shit than that. <laughs> and that's about as stupid as it gets. <laughs> Mr. Steak is my right? favorite. Right? Right out there off of uh, Magnolia. Oh, yeah, right behind the IHOP. Fuck. Who gives Fuck. a shit? No one's going out there right. now, coach. It's, Why do you got to throw another reference? It's torn down. Let's move on. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that show's the greatest. Yeah. Two, get ready tomorrow. They're coming. I can't believe we didn't hire Dave Roberts. You know, the, it, it would have been the other way around. The Dodgers would have hired, probably would have hired Mickey Hatcher, and, and we'd be the ones laughing tonight. And said, we're, uh, Coach, I can't stop crying. We'd be the ones wearing the horns. Fuckers. It's dumb references. To- <laughs> Coach, I got to tell you, I... Mother's Day, it was a bad day. My wife came in, and I just said, hey, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Can't you see we can't hit? And then she gave me divorce papers. Can't you see I, we can't hit? Damn it, let's get the fuck out. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Do we get angry coach tomorrow? You no, know, I tell you who I think you get, you get angry Braden tomorrow, though. Oh, that's a, that's I like when Braden great. yells at Coach. And the coach yeah. seems rattled on his own show by the guy who's in the room, supposed to be in the room with him. He was coach, a coach I don't think has left his house in fucking five years. Coach would be optimistic, Coach. Yeah. And Braden's house. Oh, yeah. 
Enough, coach. How many times are you going to say it? Just start screaming at it. You say it every damn day. Screaming at coach on his own show. Oh, man. We're going to take a break, Braden. You need to get some high C. <laughs> you need to get it together. <laughs> get some sunny D and That's relax. When that kid starts screaming at that old man. Yeah. On his own show. Fuck. Then I'm going to... Uh... I did have a guy call me and go, I don't know if it's just me or bad luck. But I get goddamn Kevin and Chula Vista every time I turn on Dude, my radio in my car. fucking guy. Enough of that asshole. Okay, so here's a little radio insight for you. How and he calls of, uh, Jimmy Russell, Toby. On his show, Jimmy. his show, too. Jim Russell does it so goddamn funny. So he's Dave. He's Dave. I don't know if he's Dave from out. They don't really say no, cities. He used to be in La Mesa with us. Now he's Kevin. Well, that's and what Chula he Vista. claimed. Yeah, but remember he was Kevin in La Mesa before. But I You hated him. Jeff called him out early. He's like, I hate this fucking guy. Yeah, he sucks. But but Jimmy Russell does it better. And I t- I told him, I go, oh, that's the good move. Because the music will be playing. Hey, we gotta get to break. Uh let's get Dave on here quick before the break. Go, oh, you don't you never give me enough time. Let's go, Dave. Clock's running. Uh and says one thing. All right, we'll talk about that. We're never talk about it. That's awesome. I told I told Russell, I go, fuck, you think he'd get the hint? Yeah. But Coach just, Coach, listen, we did the same thing. We're guilty of what Coach did. Well, not exactly. You tell me this was always what you and I would talk about, and I think most shows try and go this route. If you call the show, we appreciate you calling. We also understand that's less than 3% of your audience that calls the show. Yeah, for any of them. And so we would say that person called. Let's not put that person on for another month if we could play it out. Remember, we right. tried other to play than Vera. Not well, no. But here's the thing: we did the Vera, and this goes for other guys. So if we found out that you were participating on other shows besides ours, oh yeah, you were done. You were done forever. Yeah, and then we'd cut you out if we yeah. we heard you on with so and so. You're out. Gone. Yeah. But but we would not do a Kevin and Tula Vista every day. It, every it, day they. Learn. It shows how small your audience is. That's why you don't do that. But when you have the same callers call every day. Like they're checking in, like they're relatives. That's insane. Or, or like they're relevant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it is. It's it's crazy mm-hmm. that the same fucking you hear from the same people. They every gotta day tell that just, guy get the fuck out of here. Yeah, not today, Kevin. Hey, dude, Kevin. We just play them to manage them the way Jeff and I used to do it. Yeah, hey, man, management well, doesn't want us putting you on every day. Yeah. Well, I I told I I don't know Schaefer's role in it, but I told Jimmy Russell. I go fuck. Yeah, that's good work. I like that. <laughs> and, it, and it's really funny yeah. because I hope I'm not talking out of school, but Jim doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't care. Um, uh, dude, Jim does it. He's so funny when he does it. Remember remember, Kenan Thompson used to do that on SNL? Lindsey Buckingham was always on the couch and never got to him. No. Yeah, that was his, his Same what's thing. Up, what's up with that? And yeah. When it's Lindsey Buckingham. Ah, man, we ran out of time, Lindsey. And Bill Hader was Lindsey Buckingham. <laughs> And every time he never say a word, but he just do his hand, his shoulders like he's gonna cry. Fuck. And it's like, oh, fuck it. All right, well, I'll be back. Watch if you're listening, it really is brilliant. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of when Jimmy Russell It is good. Because like I think Brent almost has the music playing. And it's uh it's Jim <laughs> playing it like he's trying to do Dave a favor. Yeah. Like, hey, let's get you on here before we got a break for traffic. And by the way, why can't Kelly Danick say the fan? What are you talking about? Listen to her. Next time you hear Kelly do a traffic update. Dude, traffic updates frustrate me more than anything. You don't need them anymore. Fire all those people. Everybody yeah. has it on their fucking phone. On phone. Everybody does. Kelly, what are you doing? Kelly Danik, I think, is from here. Yeah. Incredibly you, you nice. I know Kelly Danik. She can't see the fan. 
97.3 The Fine. Really? Shut the fuck. Fix it. from England? Yeah. Put Mark Zegan on. Yeah. Fucking Sir Kelly Danik over here. What the fuck's going on, dude? Can't, she can't say the fan. So annoying. Dude, here's a funny Kelly Danik story. <coughs> Kelly Danik's nice, by the way. She's great. Can't what say I'm, the fan. What I'm going to say is it makes me laugh, though. When you and I started mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I know. When you and I started at Extra 13, 16, 2007. Was it seven? No, I think it's when it, we went back in 14. No, it was, no, it was the first time. It was the first time. And she sure? 100%. It was my first time in that building. And she says, hey, I'm going to be doing traffic for you and Jeff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's going to be great work with you guys. And if you you need someone to jump on the show and participate, I'm always here for you. And Jeff's like, that's never going to fucking happen. <laughs> there wasn't even, I mean, she was like, because everyone who does traffic really wants their own show. Right. Because they all think they're Ruthie. Yes. And fucking man, you just right, right in that second, we're gonna put it into this, so I don't have to listen to the right. hallway every time. Hey Jeff, I'm available. You just write off. That's never gonna fucking happen. Yeah. Hey, thanks. Nice meeting you. Never gonna fucking happen. <laughs> Did it ever happen? Did never happen. It was, uh, but I give you a lot of credit for just saying, hey, I'm gonna tell you how the rules of the game are gonna go. Yeah, not gonna go. Yeah, and don't expect for us to include you because we never will. Yeah, we're fine. We can't even pronounce the station. Yeah. <laughs> And she's, I do. I tip my hat to you, man. She knew exactly where she stood right immediately. away. Whether she thought you were an asshole or not, did at least she I'm told sure her. She did. How, so what? How did how did that work for you? Fine. No, I guess like what her. it worked. For, yeah, it had nothing to do with her not being a nice person. Just the show was called the Dave and Jeff yeah, Show. But learn how to pronounce the station. Okay. Can you imagine <laughs> we started using her and not using Mike? Mike's right there, like dying to go on. We start using Kelly and every bit instead of Mike. <laughs> yeah, Mike would have fucking cried. <laughs> Come in every day. I'm nice to those guys. Fucking go to Kelly. Mike, stand by. Kelly White. <laughs> Mike, stand by. Mike, stand by. Dude, I would have been so uncomfortable if you pulled that move. Mike, stand by. Every chance. Dude, uh, yeah. That'd be great. I don't know. A bunch of those guys. Look, Mark Zegan. Yeah. I don't know Kelly's background, but you're right. Kelly's really cool. Um, Zegan was forever on KIFM, the yeah. jazz station. Yeah. Uh, John Monty's been in this Great market. Guy. Great guy. For 40 years. One of our favorites. Right? Kaner, that fucking maniac. I love her. Happy Mother's Day to Laura Kane. Let me tell you, and here's the deal. When I say get rid of all those people, Laura Kane is underutilized. She should be on her own show. She, she should, should have be. Her own she show. should be on a morning show. She should be on a morning show. She There's fucking, so much jealousy I mean, in that building, yeah. turds whore. Her, her show's Towards in the goddamn her. Hall of Fame. That's why. I mean, that's she's she's a legend, honestly, in this town, and she's ridiculous. And as that cool she as it gets, traffic. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. She's in the wrong spot. Everyone else, fuck it, dude. I fucking Friday got like bronchitis so really? bad, and I'm finally getting over it. But I gotta get a water. All right, so. grab me one too. Oh, sure. While I'm up. Well, look, while you're in my refrigerator getting water, don't be afraid to get me one. Thanks. And I say, go to the Seven Eleven and get me a water. Just reach in there, grab two. Fuck. We make a big deal out of it. Jesus. Oh, God dang. It's amazing I caught that. Huh? It's amazing I caught that. This I year, know. I've had the worst year coaching third base this year. I cannot get a Dude. fucking ball. I've gotten two uh, the entire time the whole year, and everybody gives me shit. But then my team's made 69 errors, which is an amazing high school record. So I'm like, I feel as good as my players. Dave, <laughs> I tell you what, it's so funny you said that because my boys want to get back to playing baseball. Yeah. So I give Dave gave the best advice going because we're going to the batting cages 
and hitting and having a blast. And you get in there, and I was saying, we're getting in that 70 cage, and everybody's hitting. We're having a great time. And Dave said, last week I was in here. I think this was off the show. You go, it was off the show. Yeah. You go, dude, get him out on the field and start making that throw because it's a throw from right field to third, third base. going to test him on. And I go, oh, man, it's really good. Okay. So yesterday, we've been playing catch, playing catch. Yesterday, we're going out. We're long tossing a lot. And, dude, I feel like I'm 94 years old, how it is, yeah. right? And just the fact, I was telling my buddies who played at San Diego, I go, look, your kids immediately, no matter how old you are, whether you're 30s, 40s, or ancient, yeah, they figure you're not worth shit. Yeah. So if you can get in and you can hit in the 70 cage like I was lucky enough to do last week, that buys yeah. you two minutes worth of credibility. And then if you can throw a little bit at the age of 80, that's a little bit more. So today we go to Helix, and I'm like, yeah, let's go out. We're going to go out, and we're just going to make the throws, you know, yeah. third to first, and then we'll go out to right field. Yeah. Dude. When's the last time you threw? Like that? No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's 15 you, years? Okay, so I already know you have no chance. Me? I know. Well, here's the deal. I'll tell you right now, before you finish your story. Dude, I throw every day. Like, I throw BP yeah. every day. Like, 500 pitches a day. Fuck. But, but I'm throwing, dude, half of the distance of the pitcher's mound at home plate, which is 60 feet. Yeah. So my arm is only conditioned for 30 feet. Right. With some speed on it. <laughs> right. Okay. Dude, I'm telling you right now, I can't make the throw from shortstop at first because I, oh I, never, I never do it. But I throw a baseball every day. I just mm -hmm. don't stretch myself out. Do you understand? So I know you have no fucking chance. It was so fun. Yeah. So fun. And then you're like, you're looking at that. And we were dying laughing because we're looking at second base, right? Looking behind home. And you're plate. like, how the hell does anyone ever steal a base? Because the bases seem crazy far Dude, when you're on a field. When we're talking about Benito throwing guys out yeah. from his knees. Yeah, I have a catcher who does that now. It's weird. Yeah. God, Caminetti yeah. from third base. That's insane. Off his for ass. For the Marlins, off his ass. So, Dave, we made we made throws, but I said we were throwing Today it. was day one, though, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't day like two. you guys. Okay, but you guys haven't been doing this for two no. months. Got it. So, it's, it's a huge difference. Yeah. We're throwing from first to third. Yeah. Like we're throwing from fucking the warning track in center field to home plate. Yeah. It was so great. We had, but we, I mean, we had so much fun. Was it, was, it you and both boys? Yeah. Good. Had a blast. So, okay, here, here's what I will say. Cause again, Jeff's kids getting back into baseball is the best place to, you know, stretch your arm out is on a football field. Yeah. Cause you know exactly what you're doing. So when I was in, in college, they had us throw 50 yards playing catch. No loops. They just want line drives. Oh. And did the first day, but we're all in shape. We're all yeah. we're all in shape. We just don't throw 50 yards often. So we're throwing, and I'm like, man, I go, this 50 yards seems tough. I could throw a football, no problem. Right. I go, why is the baseball hard? And then we go 50, and next thing you're at 55, you're at 60. And, and, dude, I'm telling you, within a week and a half, we're all throwing the distance from the back of the end zone to the other back of the end zone. Wow. You can stretch your arm out mm -hmm. really quick. You just got to stay on it. Mm -hmm. You can't just go out. Right, we'll see you next Sunday. That's what I told him today. Yeah, you got to stay with it. Otherwise, he his arm will get strong so fast by by playing long toss regularly. Yeah, so much fun to be out there. Yeah, but I was goddamn laughing my ass off because I sent a picture to a friend of mine who's a trainer in Toronto. I go, uh, let's throw from center to third a little further down. <laughs> then I remember. 
Dude, if you went to a little league field, it would be tough. No joke. Yeah. You just haven't done it in such a long time. I haven't done it in so long. But a high school field's a little bit smaller than a major league baseball field. Yeah. And uh, we're uncorking it, man. Yeah. Having fun. Cranking it out there and throwing it. So his goal, just so you know, by tryouts is going to be that one hop to third base from right field. Yeah. That's his goal. Yeah. I mean, that's it. But he's, he's grinding. He's getting out there. I mean, expectations are managed. He's having fun. Good. We're having a lot of laughs, and it's just, it's one of those things where, look, I mean, as a dad, you, you know, right? Like, uh, there's not a whole lot left. So, just to be able to still make a few of those throws yeah. from yeah. third to first, I was happy I could do that. And, oh, Dave, I could feel it in my shoulder. Oh, yeah. It's so kind of, oh. Wait till tomorrow. Yeah. That's it, funny. That's it, cool. It, but... I just, I love it, man. It's yeah. just so much fun to get out there, and they're having a great time, and you go out and do all of it. Like I said, expectations are managed, but um, yeah, you know, I what? guarantee you, he might be the first kid cut, but but nobody will be having more fun than he'll have. I, I give, guarantee you that. I, I give Jeff's kid a lot of credit for saying, I want to do it. And the, yeah. the deal is, the fact he's trying out, again, he hasn't played baseball, organized baseball since when? Uh, he was in third grade. Yeah. So now third grade to say I'm a junior going to do this is tip my hat. Yeah. And it, Helix is a D1 school. Well, it's one of the best in San Diego. I mean, right. We start the playoffs. Helix and, and us start the playoffs on Tuesday. That yeah. is D1 school. That is not easy to do. So I, I told him, man, hey, fuck it. You may be the first dude cut from that team. I'm so proud of you for, yeah. for getting out there and, you and going for You never know what happens. It. You never know. Yeah. So but that, good that for him, advice, man. Dave, was great because that's the play every day is getting out there. Yeah, I'm I'm not very confident I will be one bouncing it anytime soon. I'll be <laughs> you're, fucking, you're done. I hate to say it. You're on the downside. I am He's on the downside. It's, yeah. but, uh, so am I, man. I can't see for shit. Yeah, so I, am I. And I'm out there every damn day. But I'll tell you the one thing in the cage that was really, really fun because, you know, because you're in the batting cage all the time. Yeah. If you cheat a little bit, like I'll tell you as a dad for your kids, if you cheat a little bit. What do you mean cheat? And go the Andres Galarraga. You kind of turn open the front foot. You yeah. turn that front foot open. You and you turn the front foot open. You scoot up in the box. You can hit all fucking day because that ball looks like it's coming in like the size. Yeah, well, it depends what pitches come. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm saying in the batting cage because yeah, all you're cage, seeing yes. is fastballs. Yeah. So it's not it's not throwing any kind of breaking ball. But if you do if you do that Galarraga stance, you open up that front to get foot to get because what you're doing is you're getting both eyes on the ball. That's exactly it. And, it, and you can cheat. Yeah. But I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that because it just was more for me. Like, my buddies and I were laughing last night because they've all got boys. Yeah. Different ages. Most of them are in college. And we're just dying laughing because our boys all know we're fucking broken down. We were never, we were all jobbers in the green singlet. And, uh, <laughs> and so I was just saying, like, I'm like, oh, fuck. If you close that stance in a little bit. Yeah. Can you still hit? And my... My son, we're at the big A last week, and he goes, okay, we pull that uh, pitching machine out here. Aluminum back. You fucking hit. I go, dude, there's no fucking chance I'm hitting one out of here. No. I go, I'd be stoked if I hit it to the fucking outfield. I yeah. go, dude, I go, you have no idea until you're standing down there. Yeah. Just like, no. I go, dude, I was 19. I don't know if I fucking hit one out of here. Now, when I'm 89? No fucking chance. How about I just make hit one and don't fucking cry from the reverberation through my hands? Can I take that? Dude, hold on though. I'll give you. I'll give you credit on this. If you remember, Bruce Bochy brought us out there. Yeah, 
and he was pitching the. I thought you hit a ground rule double. I thought you bounced one over the fence. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you Mark Wolf fine. hit one. Yeah, you hit fine. Yeah, Mark Wolf hit one out. Yeah, I hit. I hit at Petco Park a few years ago. I hit the goddamn Western Metals Building. Hit dude, the that's incredible. But it was, I mean, dude, come on. I mean, wooden bat? No, actually, that one wasn't wooden. Uh, it wasn't. That one wasn't. You and I were hitting off wooden bats with Boach. Boach, we had. We were borrowing wooden bats. Whatever was around, we were, but they might have been broken for all I know. We were just grabbing bats. Dude. Only thing I remember about that is first pitch he threw right at my head. Yeah, he did. He gunned it right at your fucking head. Hey, get the hell in there. Where are you going? <laughs> where are you, and he goes, where are you going? That's right. Did I hit when guys pull that bullshit? That's oh, him. It's the yeah. fucking greatest. Those are right at your fucking head. Hey, come on. Get in there. Where are you going? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So fun, man. No, it is. It's, but it's, it's I, a good time. But yes, there's no yeah. chance. But I would just say for any parent yeah. that you go, well, I'm not doing that, but take take your sons or daughters, yeah. take them out, hit hit softballs, do yeah. whatever. But for you, man, for the dads, moms too. I'm telling you, I told Jack and Kate, I said, I'm telling you, your mom can hit. And she said, What do you leg- what do you legitimately think I could hit? And I go, I think timing wise, 50. And I said, I think if you went for it, you might get around on a 60. Legit. Yeah, I told her today, and she's like, "All right." Have you bought him a, like a high school bat yet? Yeah. So it's a minus three. Yeah. Meaning. What is that? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> like, I legitimately have that no means, idea. So let's see. Swings a thirty-three inch bat. That okay. Means it's a minus three. It's thirty ounces. Oh, okay. It's a, but that's high school regulation. You yeah. Know? So when you're younger, it's like minus nine. Dude, I worked at a sporting goods store, and I had an Easton bat that yeah. we lost the day we sold Ron McDonald. My yeah. guy Robert Thal. Yeah. That bat's illegal as fuck now, by the way. Illegal? Illegal. The ones Why? back when because they're they're dude, you kill somebody with those bats. It was like a thirty-four yeah, yeah, they make Easton. A, yeah, you hit a line drive back at a pitcher, you kill a pitcher with those bats. Those, dude, it was probably it was like black, a, the black magic. That's what everybody had around your age. It was it was a silver bat, okay. Easton and green. Yeah. Hunter Green. Yeah. Black tape on the yeah. handle. Yeah, they're they're illegal. And it now. was like a 34. 31. Uh maybe 32. <coughs> and you could Dave, you could have had, like me, pathetically slow bat speed. But because of that thing, you could just snap that thing. <laughs> right? And then I remember that bat was probably 89 bucks, 100 bucks when I bought it. $400 today. It has to be. They are. And you'd go to the batting cages at Claremont, and it'd come back, and it would just be jet black yeah. because of all the grease yeah, from the ball. Exactly right. You're like, Fuck. <laughs> that's why they started making them black the but that bat that bat's illegal today yeah they're all illegal now yeah you can't use those bats they're all illegal so okay that's the minus three uh, uh, minus, minus three. three yeah it's it's the inches first and sounds a second yeah all right i don't yeah. know why they don't just but, so the high school rule is that it can't be more than minus three you know yeah. otherwise you're gonna get busted for you know bat speed or whatever else that's why. yeah i think mine was 34 32 okay easton god it was so great and there's something and you get this, right? Now, I'm, I didn't play at San Diego. My Griff played and, and all my buddies. But we played pickup ball every yeah. weekend on the high school field. And there's just something about, like, you don't get it. You're only having football. I didn't, I didn't play basketball, so I can't speak to that. But in baseball, man, it's funny. Like, your bat is your bat. Yeah. You really don't want anybody else don't. F- fucking no, with your because, bat, right? No. And also, man... You know, the bat only lasts so long. Like I used to. How long do they last right now? 
dude, for my kids, I got them a new one every year. And the year, the one they had the year before became their practice bet. Like what I happens would say, with the, I would have no idea. What happens with an aluminum bet? You just don't drive the ball as far anymore. Really? Yeah. Just yeah. gets it worn out? It gets worn out. So after a while, it, uh, that's why I used to do. So I always tell my kids, don't use your game bet in practice. You're taking 500 swings a day. Dude. You're just beating the shit out of that bet. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. If you're going to use your game bet, then hit wiffle balls. No joke. Is just, that right? Dude, don't, yeah, don't ruin that bat. A bat's too expensive. 400 bucks, man. It's a lot of money to beat the dude, shit out of practice. And those bats you're getting that played against sports. Yeah, they, they're they taking a beating. Yeah. yeah. They're taking a beating. Yeah, once he makes a fucking team, dude. Worry about it then. then. Worry about it then. Yeah. But for trials, like, I'll be honest with you, for us in high school, man, if we go through defense and how fast you are and how strong your arm is, and if you aren't, don't qualify on those, we don't even let you hit. No. If you can't field, man, you wouldn't know for my team this year, but if you can't right. field... You, uh, that's it. So we play, we play Madison, by the way, on Tuesday, which I can't figure out why Madison's not in the open division. Yeah. They have like five D one commits and I'm, and I have zero this year. I've had a bunch in the past this year. I have zero, but I'm like, how's Madison not ranked higher? Yeah. So I'm going, shit. All right. We have a chance in the last three years. For some reason, my team has beat the number one team. I like that. Last two years. We beat the number one team three times. We beat Granite. We beat Eastlake twice. And you just don't know what we're going to get. If we feel the ball, we can play with anybody. Right. So the other day we're doing, yeah, I try not to ever talk about this shit on the show. Cause I no, know there, there are people who listen to this, uh, who are part of the program, but the other day it's, it's become a running joke. We made 69 errors this year. Okay. Oh so the God. other day I added up in 28 games. Yeah. Oh my God is right. So 69 errors. Then I added up how many walks, how many hit batters. We put 202 guys on base this year without earning the on base. Jesus That's almost Christ. seven games worth. Do you understand? Seven games worth. We only played 28 fucking games. <laughs> so they asked me the other day in the coaches meeting, they go, hey, who do you want to nominate for first team? And I go, well, that's easy. I go, the number one name said in my dugout all year long was Jesus Christ. <laughs> so let's put him on the board. <laughs> and I was like, dude, honestly, because you know, you don't get it. You don't, for me, I don't yell at the kids ever. When it becomes to a physical mistake, no. nobody, no kid ever tries to make no. an error, tries to strike out, never I'm tries so to walk. You guy. say that, right? I do all my coaches know from varsity with JV and freshman, you are not allowed to raise your voice. The way I'm talking to you now is the loudest I will ever get. Mental mistakes, you miss a sign, I get pissed because I don't change the signs. Same signs have been the same for three, four years, right? And so when you sit there and you go, "Dude, you missed a sign. You missed it on purpose." Because as I always say to the kids, <laughs> I call them kids, but then I say this. If you miss a sign, if I give you the bunt sign, Jeff, and no kid wants to bunt, right? And you don't bunt, you're either showing me you don't know the sign, or you're telling me fuck you. Yeah, neither or one. Both. Are, yeah, neither one's good. And so my thing is that's why I get upset. Mental mistakes of not playing as a team. But man, we make a mistake, make an error. Dude, nobody feels worse than that fucking kid. I agree completely. Here's the the other interesting thing about baseball, and I know you as a baseball fan know, and people who listen, but I think parents forget this. Mm. When you're on the mound. The game doesn't start till you throw the ball. So you're like yeah. on a stage. Everyone's following the ball. Yep. So, man, it's a team sport, but everyone's following you. And then when you're in the batter's box, everyone's following you. Ball's hit to you. Everyone's yeah. following you. So it becomes an individual sport really fast. My parents who sit in the stands, either wow. their memory's all fucked up, how good they were, Fuck. or think their kids Come should be doing there. this. Yeah. yeah. You have no idea how hard these kids work, man. These kids yeah. work their asses off. And, and that goes for every school. But, man, someone's going to win. The other team's trying to win, too. Yeah. You know, so... You, you, you obviously hope for the best, hope for a clean game. And it's funny, one of my favorite things, I don't know about you, but your baseball guy is yeah. 
I love when even the when it's crisp when a guy strikes out and the catcher throws it down is bam 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 yes. run infield and it's crisp. I hate when it's lazy. Um I used to always say to Casey Schmidt, I go, man, I love the way you just throw the ball around the infield. Today, did you catch that thing I posted on Twitter? Casey, yeah. Casey set the major league record today for the fastest throw thrown across the infield. Oh. And so I was I was like, dude, I've seen it a million times. And it's one of my favorite things since you're a little kid. I just yeah. like the way to watch him throw. There's certain kids I could watch play catch. He was one of them. He's not going back down, right? No, they moved him to third today because Brandon Crawford got uh, taken off the injured list. So he moved to his natural position, third base. But he okay. rifled the ball like 94 miles an hour across the diamond. It was the fastest throw recorded in baseball Jesus this season. Christ. And he um, he looked good, but it was it was fun watching. Him. I had uh, Dave Fleming on the other night. Yeah. And calling the game from Arizona. Yeah. And he said, the quote was that Mark Martinez thought that Casey would be drafted as a pitcher. Yeah. Thought he was a better prospect as a pitcher. He was than a great he, pitcher. And the Cubs. And Casey closer and I, for state, right? Yeah. Casey and I talked about that He uh, before the draft. Because if he was drafted by the Cubs, who had heavy interest in him, they were drafting him as a pitcher. Wow. And the and certain team, it was half and half. He goes, I don't know if yeah. I'm a pitcher or hitter when they draft me. Oh, that's really and, interesting. Um, and so the Giants drafted him as a hitter, and the Cubs were going to draft him as a pitcher. That was interesting. Yeah. Like, watching him, but I, I always thought of him. It was a great pitcher, yeah. He yeah, I mean, he closed, standing. right? He was a closer for State, closed for East Lake, had a great uh, splitter. Yeah. He, and, and threw fast, obviously. But, yeah, he, was, he, was, he did both. They yeah. were, they were, I mean, it's pretty cool hearing them talk about him. That's cool. But, I, I mean, it sounds like, unless things go south in a hurry, uh, he's going to be there for a while. Who's playing third? Because Longoria moved on. They just sent Villar down today. Oh, they did? They sent Villar down, yeah. So, today, they're in Arizona. The Giants are in Arizona this weekend. Arizona yeah. won again today. And um, uh, Micah Wiggs, who um, yeah. who passed away, was close friends with Casey as well. Um, his mom was in Arizona. And Casey's, oh. Casey's pink bat today. Had Micah's birth date and his initials on on the bat, and then gave it to, of course, Micah's mom, which was Dude, really I love cool. That man, and so he wrote me. Today was a bad day in our house. I think it was probably the worst Mother's Day we've had since Jake passed, and because Josh wasn't here, Jake obviously uh, yeah. not here. It was, it was it was a bad day, and so uh, but he wrote me. We went up. I said, "Let's go see your sister in Encinitas," and so oh, we nice. were, we're in the car, and he wrote me about an hour before the game and said, "Hey, Father's Day, we play at Dodger Stadium." You know, I'd like to have you up at Dodger Stadium. Oh, nice! Um, when the Giants play the Dodgers, and he goes, Jake would love it. Yeah, and so I said, and Josh happens to be. What in are you going to wear the game? And so it's funny you say that. I'm not going to wear Dodger gear because he's going to get me, you know, yeah. on, on the field and everything else. I can't wear Dodger gear uh, on the Giants Billy, side. Billy and Peter really interested. Yeah, but Keep I'm not going. But I'm not wearing Giants gear. Just so you know, I'm not wearing Giants gear. Yeah, Jim Bettencourt. I'm not borrowing anything. Okay, what are you going to wear? Probably just a black T-shirt, maybe. How's that? Just so it looks like Giants. Why don't you wear uh, bears? I should wear bears. I should yeah. wear something bears. You're right. That's a good call. Yeah, wear Jake's jersey. That's a good call. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, but it was nice that he thought of us on Father's Day coming up. Dude, he's a champ, man. Yeah. He's yeah. a complete... Will Josh be here? Yeah, Josh is in town. Nice. Josh is in town, so Josh will go and uh, read Dude, it. Dude, that's great. Yeah, so it would be, be very cool. Dude, nothing but success to that kid, right? Absolutely. No, good, good guy. Good kid, man. Really good kid. Yeah. All right. Hey, want to mention Dan Williams. Look, uh, Dan Williams is who you want to talk to, of course, when things are going south for you. For a lot of people, that happens very fast. There are a lot of times where you go, man, I'm doing really well. I'm on a roll. And then all of a sudden you're hit with a couple of bills here and there. Jeff always talks about stuff that pops up that you're like, shit, what do you mean I need new tires? Shit, what do mm -hmm. we mean? 
kids need braces. There's always something that comes up if you, if you have a family or just something that you didn't expect. And all of a sudden, you're you're a little bit upside down. You're chasing money. You don't want to be in that situation. We've all kind of been in it one time or another. If you haven't, man, good for you because I've never met too many of those people. But Dan's the guy who wants to get you out of debt, get you out of your troubles. Important phone call. It's 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. Make sure you check out the free app, the Saveology free app. And uh, deal with your retirement, your savings. A better way to make your life easier is by calling Dan Williams. Yeah, uh, Dave, uh, mentioning the Giants, July 1st, heading to San Francisco. Awesome. We're doing a guys weekend, me, Jack, and Cade, heading to Oakland. Yep. We're seeing, um, I think we see the A's and the White Sox. Okay. And then on the Monday night, July 3rd, we see the Giants and Mariners yeah, at Oracle. So back-to-back. So we're hoping Casey's still there. We'll look forward to watching it. But when you put $700 worth of plane tickets on your credit card, you better make sure that you've got the insurance paid, your taxes paid, right? Your cell phone bill paid, Mother's Day gifts paid, everything paid. And it's borrow smart, repay smart. So it's all those kind of things that figure into the equation so you're able to do things that allow you to make memories with your family while also maintaining your responsibilities because your responsibilities are number one. And yes, while it's great to be able to travel and go and do these kind of things, the bigger goal for a lot of us is the chance to get a new car or get into your first home. All of the finances tie together. Your credit score ties together because it allows you to find different things and Dan can help you do that. So if you need help, 858-688-6813. Brian Kerr is your guy when it comes to finding a new home in San Diego County or selling your home and getting the most for it. Uh, just talking to a person just a couple hours ago was saying, man, it's offered a great job. Guess where? Texas. Well, guess what? Just outside Dallas. Guess what? <laughs> no joke. Yeah. Yeah, what'd you tell him? I said, are you going to take it? He goes, man, it's a lot of money, man, but he goes, it's tough to leave San Diego. Okay. You know? Yeah. That value of the home in Carlsbad, man, has never been higher than it is right now. So yeah, we know that. Making that jump would be easy for him to do. But, again, Brian Curry is the guy to get the most for that home. And at the same time, if you want to stay in San Diego, you can find that new home for you in San Diego County. Call Brian Curry, again, 619-251-1588, 619-251-1588. As my wife said today, best real estate agent we ever worked with. Yeah. The, the guy, he's honest, and he always looks out for what's best for the person he's working with, not what's best for himself. Well, uh, I go to Carlsbad every day. I'll be back there tomorrow, and I love it. It's been so much fun for me to be back in North County day in and day out. People are like, man, it's a long drive, and it is. I make that drive every day from PB and then down here and, yeah. and into La Mesa. But, man, for me, Cardiff, Encinitas, Lucadia, Carlsbad, that, that's really home. I mean, my kids grew up in La Mesa. I have a condo in La Mesa, and that's nice. But every day going back up there, uh, it feels like home. And the other day, uh, we were coming back. I'm trying to think of where we were, but we were coming back uh, right off of Santa Fe. And I, I came down. I cannot remember what the hell I had to do over in that area. But I came right down Santa Fe, right by San Diego. Yeah. And David, it still hits you, right? Even a thousand years after I've graduated from there. Um, but to come down from San Diego, 
down by all the areas by the liquor store. And friends of mine still live in Encinitas right on the same street where they lived. Really? Uh, having dinner with a friend tomorrow night that lives in the same street, took over their parents' house where they lived when I went to high school. <coughs> have never left have never left Encinitas. Wow. And I go, man, I went from Cardiff to Carlsbad to PB to La Mesa. Yeah. I mean, London in there, a bunch of other places. And they've been there. So for me, it's always that chance to go home. And if you're like, I mean, as much as I would love to stay in La Mesa or talk about downtown, man, Encinitas, Carlsbad yeah. will always be home. Awesome. And if you're like me, you want to get into that area. Brian Curry can help you make it happen. Perfect. Taylor made pools. Don't forget about that brand new pool. If you find that new residency, that's fantastic. But look, man, Taylor made pools. The house you're in right now, Alan can make it work. You should give Alan a call and say, hey, what's the best situation for us in our backyard? Make sure you ask about available financing. Nobody that builds pools like Alan Taylor, completely different than anything you've ever seen. The kind of pools where your friends come over and go, this is incredible. Absolutely amazing. Check out his website as well. Taylor made pools, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Weather the last couple of days has been pretty fun. It's been beautiful. Right? I yep. mean, we were out at Mission Bay yesterday, and as the night kind of went on, a little bit of a marine layer came in, but, man, it was absolutely perfect out there. And then today, during yep. the day, just gorgeous while we were over at Helix High School, and those are the kind of days, as much fun as it was to be out throwing the ball around, if you had the benefit uh, for Mother's Day to cook and hang out. I know a lot of you did, had the chance to hang out by your tailor-made pool, but for some of you, you may have been waiting. Boy, I don't know what you're waiting on. If you go to our website, DaveAndJeffShow.com, on the sponsor page, it'll give you a link to Alan and Amy's website. You can, hey, by the way, happy Mother's Day to Amy. Yes. And uh, it'll give you a look at some of the pools that have been built. They're absolutely gorgeous, man. They look like they just came out of a magazine and instead of it being somebody else's pool it should be your pool so call alan and amy tell them dave and jeff sent you and get that brand new tailor-made pool in your backyard not somebody else's <laughs> there you go kyle fluke is the guy standing by to build your perfect website if you have a website that of course needs a little bit of help or looking you're starting to looking to start one that's brand new kyle fluke is your guy 619-500-6621 619-500-6621 yep uh uh fuck I, I, I'm so pissed. I did a custom Mother's Day present. Did I did too, and it didn't come in. What, okay, can you talk about what it is? She doesn't no, listen, right? No, I don't want to say it. I All right. So well, she's on. I don't know how close she is to where we are right now. For some reason, where I'm at, you can hear right how in the office. You, how much should you pay? I didn't, uh, how much did I spend for shipping? Yes. Like a lot, like 26 bucks. Dude, I think I paid 45 yeah. to get it here by Friday. Mine was it through come. Amazon? No, it wasn't. It wasn't through Amazon. It was. This was a third party through Amazon. Yeah. And they completely fucked it Me up. Too. So when are they saying it's going to be yours? Dude, I, I haven't gone to check. I haven't had a chance to basically turn on the computer until right now. But, uh, yeah, I was so pissed off. I was like, hey, it'll be here. No I ordered it over two weeks ago. So for Jack and Kate's mom, I ordered uh, a custom music box. Yeah. Because when she was little, or when she was little, not her, <coughs> when Jack and Kate were little, yeah, especially Kate, she would always sing to them, you are my sunshine, yeah. like when they were little. Like, I'm sure moms do it all the time. 
And uh, so now they're both taller than her. Yeah. Right. They all sound like this. Hey, mom, what's for dinner? <laughs> um, they occasionally shower. Their nails are dirty. But I've got this picture of them at the Monterey Aquarium that I love. And yes. it's this picture of Vita and Cade. And she didn't even know. But right at the end, Jack just slides into the picture. Yeah. He photobombs it. And he was at an age where, I don't know if other parents went through this, but anytime he tried to take a picture, it either looked like he was being electrocuted or he, like, I tell him all the time, like, the fuck is going on? He'd look, he looked like he was cross-eyed, right? Or he'd just be staring off into space. Like, the kid was a wreck. And in this particular picture, she's not expecting him in it. And he yeah. comes in, and it's a great picture oh, of him. Oh, that's cool. So it's a picture. It's that picture of the three of them. I know she loves it. And I just had a note written for her. It said, no matter how tall they get, no matter how much they change, this will always be the case. Yeah. And it was supposed to be your Friday. Paid 45 bucks for fucking processing. I get this bullshit email. Oh, yeah, it might be here by the 18th. Fuck. Yeah, your fucking teeth may be knocked out by the 18th. <laughs> fucking asshole. So those guys failed. They need flugs yes, working their website. Sure so if your website is a big, epic fail, then make sure Kyle Fluger steps in to help you out. All right, here we go. We have uh, how old are they and how much are they worth? We're going today. We're going May 14th. Okay. Okay. Some big money in this one. We'll start. Uh, I'll start with one that's not as big. We're going to go Kate Blanchett. But I don't think she's fun at a party. I, don't I think, think so she's either. a big bore. I'm bad in the sack, too. I was trying to be nice on Mother's okay. Day, but there you go. There you go, Mr. Class. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. <laughs> called me Mr. Class. Fuck. Like, why can't we just leave it? She's probably not a lot of fun at the party. Okay. Is that what that means? Is that yes. the code? I didn't realize that was our code. That's the code. Okay. God dang. Sorry to geekster. Having to hear that? <laughs> uh, say Kate Blanchett is 46. 54. Really? Yep. Fuck. Uh, Thirty million. Ninety-five million dollars. Damn. How about that? I'll tell you right now. She's the lowest one on the list. Okay. Wow. Okay. Next one, Mark Zuckerberg. Okay. So I got. I can't. I, I can't tell you who this was. Okay. Right. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this story about. Don't uh, tell me no. It's when I slept with Mark Zuckerberg. No, I'm okay. gonna tell you this story about. I was at the mall with a woman that I used to know really well. Okay. I won't mention her names, but we might have kids together. <laughs> and so we're sitting at the mall, and this was like, I don't even think Jack and Kate were born. Okay. So that's how far back this goes. So we're sitting there, and whatever you're doing, like you get an Orange Julius at the mall, right? And I go, hey, let's pick out families with goofy-looking kids. Oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. Jesus, look at the ears on that kid. Right? Took about 30 seconds for her to to fire into the game. So I have a different friend. Not Got it. I don't have kids with this one. <laughs> and we were talking about uh she and I were talking about somebody that she and I have both been in contact with, right? And I dropped your Kate Blanchett line because she's yeah. like, I'm frustrated by this person, this, that, whatever. I go, look, at the end of the day, it just boils down to bad leg. And she goes, you know, come on. 
Okay, come on. Three guys talk. Yeah. Be better than that. I go, okay, I'm just telling you, that's what it is. About three days ago, <laughs> watching sports and different guys are shown on TV. Yeah. I won't mention who the person was. And they showed this particular individual on a live shot. What sport? I'm not even going to say that. Really? Yeah. God dang it. Dude, this is no fun already. Let's, Hang on. Yeah. I'm just telling you. So I, sh- and they show this person on, I go, fuck, I'm so sick of this guy. Such a clown. Get him off the TV. And she writes back, bad lay. <laughs> and I go, God damn it. Give David I credit. Yeah. Because it's a great game. Yes. And you do it. So when you said Zuckerberg, I just started laughing. I yeah. go, I guarantee every yeah. chick in the audience right now is like, bad lay. Yeah. Uh, Zuckerberg, dude, let me think first how old. Let's say 49. Dude, not even close. 39. 39? Yeah. That's it? That's it. Dude, he's aged a lot. <laughs> in your uh, mind, yes. I'm going to say 2 billion. Come on, dude. Is, you more? Know, it's, a lot. Dude, it's a lot even close. A lot more. Is that right? 10? Dude, dude, more. I have no idea. What's he at? Dude, $83.3 billion. <laughs> Are you shitting me on no, that guy? No, I'm not shitting you at all. I thought like I thought his money had gone down. No, he gave a shitload of it away. It's still $83.3 billion. Holy fuck. Yeah. Wow. He had $25 billion when the movie The Social Network came out. Is that right? Yeah. How much are you on Facebook? Not very much. I, I'm not a Facebook guy anymore. I like it for memories. Yeah, that's what I do it for. And I, and I try and wish people happy birthday when I can. And Dude, all that their stuff. fucking app for their phone doesn't tell you. No, it doesn't. Like, how fucked up is that? Yeah. Yeah. No, not as much as I used to. Yeah. All right, last one. George Lucas. George Lucas, 78. 79. Pretty good. Okay. Um, uh Let's say 900 million. Okay, it's in the billions, multiple billions. Really? Yeah. 4.4. 4.9. Okay. 4.9 billion. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. All right, here we go. Five random questions. I don't even know how fast your brain's going to work to even answer these because I can't answer like, any of them. Okay. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, there's been a lot. <laughs> Did they all get in your wallet on top of your car? Yes. <laughs> Who was it that to last week? Do you lose your wallet every month? Erica. That's so funny as fuck. <laughs> I said yes. Because that's about the streak that's on. Um craziest thing I ever did was probably right after full ACL surgery. Yeah. My full legs in the cast. My buddy Dane Bora, who I'm still buddies with to today, uh, they took me out, had a few beers. Yeah. And I stood up in the back of his pickup and fell out right over the back. Like he didn't die. Yeah, at about 30, not 30, probably like 15 miles an hour. Still. But fell right out of the back of the pickup. Jesus Christ. Did you say anything while you're going out? Yeah. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> Did they come back and get you? I'm flying. Dude, well, yeah, my girlfriend at the time, who's still one of my best friends, was behind me. I asked her about it not long ago because we had talked about it here. Go, yeah. Hey, you remember that day when I just fell right out of the back of the pickup? Yes. I'm mad at me. Yelling at me. It just happened. Yeah, like it happened today. <laughs> um, oh, no. I mean, there's, Dave, there's so many stupid stories. I mean, my ex has about 10,000 of them, of stupid shit. 
that I said, oh, you want to know the, uh, yeah, I'm not even saying that one. <laughs> uh, just, just so many dumb things. What about for you? You know what? I remember when I was, I don't know, man, maybe 12 years. Everything always seems like 12 years old. Yeah. But in Tennessee, just like no Minnesota, it gets cold. Yeah. And the grass dies off and it turns almost white. Like yeah. it, it's like, hey, you know what I mean? That's what yeah. the color it's about. And uh, my friend's older brother, two years older than us, who went to prison, shocker, got us to smoke cigarettes. Sold oh. cigarettes from the debt. Oh, and yeah. we're smoking cigarettes. And everybody had like, you know, two to six acres of land. Oh, no. And we're in the neighbor's yard smoking on the other oh, side oh, of the no. trees. And we lit their grass on fire. Oh, and no. And it went super. It, oh, it, it no. burned so fast. We burned two acres like that. It was out of control. It just happened so fucking fast. Oh. Smoking cigarettes was insane. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I don't have anything like I have a friend who set a canyon on fire when they were a little kid yeah. like that, but no, I don't, I don't have anything like that. It's just stupid things that happened to me, That's but a- no, thankfully no property damage. All right. Next question. What's your most embarrassing moment? Uh, with my ex, <laughs> I was on, we lived at this place called Adagio. This is one I was just yeah. going to say. <laughs> and uh we lived at Adagio and I was on the couch and I didn't realize she was home. And I started singing. Okay, god dang thank God you said singing. I don't know where you're going. Oh yeah, no, it was just singing. <laughs> but I was <laughs> I was singing like in full voice. Oh Jesus, like you were like Adele. Like, you're just going. You're letting it Not go. Not like that. It was more like a chant, okay. like a tribal chant. Yeah. Which, I, like, I don't know why yeah. I would be chanting. And then, uh, <laughs> and it was, like, pretty much full voice. And then oh, the ne- and then the next thing I heard was, you are right in there? Oh, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck me. I either got to kill you or move. <laughs> and uh, Davey happened to know her. She said that. Sends her best to you and tells yeah. Rita happy Mother's Day. Yeah, I know her. And uh, Jesus I'm, I'm reminded of that. On pretty <laughs> Did she regular. say it? She brings it up? All oh, the fuck. fucking time. Oh, One my. of our stupid kids got to be reminded of that. And then uh, there's, they're showing this. There's Captain Morgan's. Jack brought this up to me the other night. Yeah. How long ago was this? Like three, four years ago, I was babysitting Jack and Cade. Yeah. Like I was just home. New Year's Eve. Was that what it was? Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. I know. I think I know Spice where you're going. Spice drum when I was texting yeah. you and about six other people. Yeah. And next thing you know, you drunk and stupid. You fixed your printer. You're all proud yes! of yourself. Remember that night? Yeah, of course. I still have no idea how I fixed the printer. <laughs> how did I fix the printer? No fucking idea. Look how smart you are. Yeah, that that night too. Drunk texting everybody, and I had a. Thankfully, I didn't send any pictures or do yeah. anything stupid like that. But I think the chant, the tribal chant on the couch, oh because God. I've been reminded of it for 16 years. What about you? I, you know, I can't think of. I've done a lot of embarrassing things. I can't think of. The one I, that always goes back into my mind was I was a freshman at San Diego State. And anyone who ever goes to San Diego State for the first time, you're amazed by the amount of people. Like, I went to a high school yeah. that was small. I think we had like 733 people in my high school, in my senior class. No, my whole high school was 733. It was a small school. And I'm walking out of a class, and I'm walking towards the parking lot, 
and there's a smoking hot girl like uh, around from here where that wall is. Yeah. And I'm looking at her going, holy shit. And she waves all of a sudden like, hey. Oh, boy. You got a history with this. I know. I know. And then I went, hey. I didn't know her. Fuck, she know me. And then I realized she was waving to the guy behind me. Okay. Yeah. Now I feel like a dope. Right. And then I do go and take two more steps and I hit like the uneven cement. Oh, so no. I trip. Oh, no. Now, I didn't I didn't eat shit, but I took the big step. You know what I mean? The big step to catch yourself. <laughs> yeah. Which turned into the jog like, hey, yeah, I'm, hey. I'm, I meant to break into a jog. Oh, boy. I think I ran two miles all the way home. <laughs> <laughs> Left my car. I was like, dude, I, dude, like I still remember to this day. I was so yeah. fucking embarrassed. Dude, you say that one. And before you even finish that story, the one you tell all the time. Not I don't, the Tony Camp or Tony Fernandez. I I don't like it because it, yeah. it's I hate it. Yeah, I hate that. Story. Yeah, but the one that's funny as fuck is Del Harris. Oh yeah, fucking Del Harris, the fucking guy. That's a great because that's right there. How did you not know, dude? I was around him every day. Imagine being around like Boach every day. Okay, yeah, but we knew Boach. But I knew Del. I was there every day. I covered the Lakers for years. Tell people the story. This oh my this God. might be the one that's my favorite, dude. This one literally pissed me off too. So Dell's the head coach of the Lakers, and I'm covering the fucking team every game, man, for like whatever Dell was there for three, four years. I was there before Dell was there, I think. Yeah. And I'm the first guy that always asked the first question. Yeah. And Dell's there, and his wife was there, and uh, what's her face? What's her name? Um, the Bionic Woman. What was oh, it Lindsay Wagner? Lindsay Wagner was there. Oh. She was best friend Dell's wife. And every day like to her. the point where, hello, you know, we, yeah. you just recognize each other. Well, One day, didn't. so in an NBA game, the guys go through warm-ups. Coaches don't stand on the sideline where guys are going through the layup line. Right. Right before the national anthem, the coach walks out on the floor. And this okay. is before cell phones, or I didn't have a cell phone, but I'm on a pay phone. Yeah. And I'm right by the tunnel where the Lakers take the floor, and Del comes walking out of the locker room. And while I'm on the phone, we make eye contact with only two guys in the hallway. And Dell's probably about fucking 50 yards away. And I wave, yeah. I wave at Dell. And he waves back. And as he gets closer and realizes the person that waved at him wasn't important, he took the wave back. So it was a forward wave, you know, hand, you see the inside of his palm. Yeah. And then he gets close. He does this move. Like, took the wave <laughs> back. Here. Yeah, he backhand, turned his hand backwards and then, like, took his wave back. So pissed off that he took the time to wave at me. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck is that? Who gets like, oh, I'm sorry, you wasted a wave, fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i was dude I, I, that one did piss me off i was like number one i knew we weren't friends but dude we didn't hate each other but you were too cool to fucking wave to me you yeah. asshole <laughs> you gotta take your wave back <laughs> it's never happened in my life what the fuck's that all about i love that one ah oh, man i was pissed still pissed that's a good one all right this has changed for me over the years but what's your type oh for me? Yeah, you're, yeah, that's why I'm asking you. What's 100%. The same. We're laughing about it today. It's always the same. Dark hair, dark eyes. Dark hair, dark eyes. What always. about body? Um, that You know, that's kind of... <laughs> I'm laughing because I think it's Ted. Ted would always tell you he's an ass man. I was like, nobody asked. Why do you keep telling us? Yeah. <laughs> no, they... Um, I, think, I think if you put them... They're they're all they're all different. I think for me, Dave, the biggest thing has always been if if there's a common thread amongst all of them, like the ones who made the yeah. biggest impact on me, they fucking make me laugh at a different level. Like yeah. really smart. I like really smart. Um, 
great conversation, challenge you to be great, right? Like believing you, those kind of things. Um, but they all they all have that same kind of look. But but from body, if you put them together, yes, there's some things that yeah. probably are the same and a lot that are different. I just I'm incredibly fortunate for for the women that have been in my life and uh, yeah. past, present, all of them. They're great, man. And yeah, you know, I only only looked at blondes and only dated blondes my whole life. That's really funny. About my wife. She was the first brunette I ever went out with. Is that right? Yeah, only went out in blondes. That's it. Had to be. They had to have blonde hair. And I have a buddy of mine who wants me to set him up with uh, Laura Kane. Oh yeah, and Kaner's a smoke show. Yeah, she looks yeah. amazing. Okay, right? that's a that's a big. Yeah, she does. That's a big fucking gambler spot. Like, can he can he hold? Can he pull his weight? Is what I mean. Oh yeah, like he's a champion. You, if you hook him up with her, she's gonna say, "Jesus Christ, Jeff! Now what the fuck do we do?" Stanford grad. I got that, but there are a lot of guys at Stanford that can't pull their weight. I mean, Laura is quick. She's smart. She's fast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see. know. I'm just saying, what if it goes to shit? Hey, you ever listen to her podcast? That's a bunch of fucking yeah, dummies. Yeah, but can he keep up? That's what I'm saying. fine. Don't worry about it. Don't you <laughs> Do worry. I know the guy? Um, never, you know him, but haven't met him. You'd love him. Okay. Right up, right up your alley. Okay, you're gonna do it. You're gonna set him up. Uh, we'll see. I'll talk to Kaner. See what she's got to go. Okay. Um, when you were single, did you have a go-to pickup line? <laughs> no, no. Uh, the funniest shit I've read on Twitter. Did you see that stupid fucking? That was great. Was to great Erica, it was a great line. Uh, that. Uh, Tell the line so people know what you're talking about. Somebody sent Erica. Uh, What'd she say? It was a text? I think it was a DM, wasn't it? Oh, it was a text. It was a text. I saw the, the, the screenshot. So for Mother's Day, that, I swear, that made me laugh so hard today. Somebody sent her, roses are red, violets are blue. Meet me later. I'll, meet, I'll make you a single mother of two. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> and she wrote back to the person, I hate you. I go, that is so goddamn funny. But she said she was mad because it came in at 730 in the morning. Oh, okay. No, I had no one-liners, nothing. Yeah. You? No, I, are you kidding me? No, not at all. Yeah, I'd, I'd be too embarrassed, I think, to think I had a line that worked. I don't yeah. know. All right, here we go. <laughs> My son asked me to ask. I was talking to Josh on the phone when I was writing these out. Yeah. And I go, I need one more question for Jeff. He goes, all right, ask him if he was in a prison, would he join a gang? <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. I'd be the I as soon as I could get in. Fuck that Woody Allen bullshit or Groucho Marx. I don't want to be a part of a club that would have me as a member. Fuck that. I'm in. <laughs> Any part. Anything that's gonna keep her from getting your ass kicked, you're in. Well, I guess you're right. If it's the uh if it's the home ec club, I probably don't want to be at those guys. <laughs> hey, we're really good at sewing buttons. What? I need you to sew my eyes shut. I'm going to get this shit beat out of me in a minute. Uh, yeah, I'm all in. What oh about my you? God. Yeah, fuck anything. Dude, going to prison would be terrible. It would be absolutely terrible. Uh, Neither one of us would do well in prison. No, it would be done. Hey, I mentioned this earlier because, Dave, I'm going to close with this. Some dumb fuck is on Twitter. So our friend, we was that it for the five questions? Yeah, that's it. So... Uh, our friend, fangirl, we love her. Tough night for her yeah, tonight. So the other day she wrote, selling two tickets in tailgate for parking for Monday's Manny Bobblehead, which is tomorrow. So you wrote on Twitter, completely 
just having fun, not yeah, knowing. Been a smart ass. Hey, Jeff and Erica, look at this. Padres fall behind 500. She's already out. Hashtag sad, right? Yeah. So then I said, yeah, she's going to the mall. He's buying Diamondback gear. Well, now we find out, uh, which we didn't know at the time, whenever this was, a couple of days ago. Hell, but I just found out two hours ago. That you yeah. Said it. So this guy who's got 20 followers since 2011. Great. Since 2011, he has 20. 20 followers. Jesus Christ. But he writes tonight on Twitter, are you really that pathetic, Dave Pelle, that you think people might have real stuff going on in their life other Oh, he took it seriously. Then prohibits them from going to the game. Wait, why am I even asking when I know the answer? Of course you're that pathetic. Well, dumb fuck, you have 20 people. There's more people on a fucking trolley. That many people unfollow me per day. No, you're right. <laughs> right. Dude, nobody finds you interesting, Sean Painter, whoever you are. I appreciate you being a veteran, but you're a fucking dipshit. Jesus. So, yeah, stay the fuck out. Yeah, Who exactly. asked your opinion? Jesus. To which Laura wrote, Hey, Sean, appreciate your support. Dave didn't know that Darwin officially had a time to be put down and has been incredibly supportive. Oh, that's my back. What's different with him versus the others is he actually supports me and my loved ones. He didn't mean this with ill intent. So I would like to write, Yeah, Sean, so go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. Fuck yourself. I, I can't. Listen, here's my only thing that I ask for any of you on social media. <laughs> You have no idea what the relationship is often, whether it's me and Dave or exactly anybody right. else that you chime in on. You don't have any idea what the friendship is. You have exactly. no idea what the joke is. You have no idea what is and isn't said and known and, and anything else. So for a guy like Sean, it doesn't fucking concern you. Yeah. Right? These are There's a group text that literally happens every day. Yeah. And if we had known, I started the show before I'd even said that. I, I was teasing Dave. I go, yeah, you're teasing her for giving her tickets away. We literally had no idea. No idea. I thought he was actually doing well lately. Any of us, and I'm glad that, that Laura's parents are coming to town. Oh, cool. Whether it was me, Dave, her boyfriend, Tyler. Yeah. I guarantee Tyler's been on the phone. Erica and a thousand other people, Lauren. Blake, a bunch of those guys that we met down at winter meetings that are all great. I guarantee you all of us have said the same thing. What do you need? Do you need somebody to go with you tomorrow? Like, it's just, I can't fucking stand people that think they need to be in on everything. Sean, you don't. These are friends that always have each other's back. You think his move was to come off as the good guy in her defense to make a move on her? I, I don't know that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he's running his fucking mouth when he doesn't need to. I'd be much more concerned by the fact that in 12 years on social media, only 20 fucking people find you interesting. 20. Not 21. Not even 25. Yeah. You couldn't even feel the major league fucking team with the people in this <laughs> world that find you interesting. <laughs> So you're a fucking dick. Like, I get it. I yeah. appreciate that you're trying to stand up. But if you're going to call out Dave, I'm going to call out you. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down, shut the fuck up, and let friends have fun. You know, not everything in life is so serious. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Not everything is. I thought, I, I thought most people who listen to this, at least, or understand on Twitter, uh, everybody's that Eric a, and Laura are, are family to us. If you, if you get your feelings hurt, 
Yeah. Maybe you should do something else to pass your time. Exactly. Right? It was, a, it was an attempt to get a laugh. That was it. What you did. Jesus. And at the end of the day, Darwin yeah. didn't like you. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Just remember Darwin didn't like you. Uh, but for all of you that have been through it. Oh, that's awful. It, man, it fucking stings. So enough about that. More importantly for our friend Laura, hey, let me start by saying for all the moms, again, all the stepmoms like Lisa Ann, happy Mother's Day. Brandy. Who? Brandy. (laughs) Nikki. Yeah, all of them. You seem to know a lot of those, okay? I'll ask Reed if she knows them too. And then for the moms. What's all these stepmoms getting stuck in the dryer? It's ah, the craziest thing. It's crazy. crazy. Uh, For Erica and for Rita, for Vita. For Joe, for all of the moms out there that are so great and support this show. We love you. Happy Mother's Day. And then we'll end it the way we started it. For our friend Laura, fangirl, who has sat down here and has become such an important friend to us, uh, like Erica and like so many of you, we genuinely love you from the bottom of our heart. We're incredibly heartbroken for what happens tomorrow. We will keep Darwin and you in our thoughts. And, And to our friend Darwin, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Let me ask you this quick question. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to end the show. I've got to ask a quick question on this. Yeah. I've only had to do it once, doing uh. what she's doing tomorrow. And when my other dogs passed, I wasn't in town. But when this happened to me last time, I remember making an effort to tell everyone in the room, meaning my son and my wife, to try not to cry, try not to show pain in your face, because I don't want that to be the last thing my dog saw. Yeah. I wanted my dog to think everything was going to be okay. I don't want my dog to worry as she was falling asleep. You know what I mean? That, hey, fake it. Yeah, that was kind of the move we kind of pulled. We don't know, We try to hold back all the tears and everything until it's over and tell her what a good girl she was, everything else. Everybody grieves differently. And, and for oh, me, I fell apart as soon as it was over. No. But I'm saying I don't want the dog to see that last. Right. And and what I love is obviously the relationship that Laura has with Darwin and Charlie Boy, is, great dog is amazing. So she will do tomorrow. What I've always done in those situations is just try to look them in the eye and hold like a paw or Me both too. paws and just keep telling them I love them, what a good Me pup too. they were all the way to the end. But again, however she wants to handle it tomorrow, yeah, uh, I'm sure she'll do great like she does in so many things. And I hope she knows just how many of us have her back and, and we'll try to get her through this incredibly, it sucks, man. It's, it's just a void. And, uh, and especially Dave, your dog guy, I'm a dog guy. I mean, so many of us are, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get it, get her through it. And, uh, yeah, who gives a fuck, man? If you can't, if you can't have fun with friends, then, then you're doing it wrong. But most importantly for, for Laura and, and anybody else going through it right now, uh, we tell you on the show all the time, check in on a friend tomorrow would be a great day to great day to do that. Check in on a friend, check in on a friend who may not have their mom anymore. Check in on a friend who might be a mom who doesn't have their child anymore. Uh, if you get the chance to do that tonight or do it tomorrow, just tell them you're thinking about them and yeah. you love them. Trust me, it'll mean a lot to them. Uh, Laura, we'll see you soon. All the best to you, Darwin. We love you, buddy. We'll back on Wednesday? Uh, yeah, we'll see you Wednesday night. Okay.
Back screen door, I laughed so hard I 